Welcome to the God Focus Podcast, and today is part two of our episode of Holy Spirit Activate. Holy Spirit Activate. Today we start off with Robin's story of her experience. Take it away, Robin. Good morning, everyone. Yay, Can you hear there me? she is. Yay, okay. welcome. Holy oh. Spirit Activates. Go for it, Robin. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing I have to ask, and I haven't asked you guys yet, and what was I talking about the other night? So Robin called us the other night, and it was MJ, our son Michael, myself, and uh, Robin calls, and she just like, (laughs) and you could tell the spirit was just running through her and she was so excited i think you were about to jump on a a call like a a bible study or something yes and so you were all excited and it was it was awesome and we love hearing from all of you (laughs) but but it was so real it was very cool to hear from you robin have you call like that it was really awesome so run with that thank you thank you sister listen i uh yeah i um this this bible study that um i was talking about excitedly actually is um originates in california but it's i call it they don't call it this but i call it a global bible study because um uh well that night it was in french um in the french language and so far, I realized there are people that get on from Paris um, in uh, French-speaking African countries. I'm trying to think where else, maybe Canada, but here in the States for sure. And, but it's, it's a long story, y'all. And I can, I, <laughs> I can fill you guys in another time, but um, I, I, about the Holy Spirit, okay? <laughs> about the Holy Spirit in my life. And man, do I love you guys. I missed, I know I'm missing things. Sam, I want your points. Bill, I heard some of your story. And Angie, MJ, I, I can't wait to review this, okay? Because I really want to keep hearing this. Um, oh, help me stay focused, Lord. So the Holy Spirit, you. the Holy Spirit in your life. Like, can you yes. think of, an, yes. like, a, give us a story on how the Holy Spirit showed up or how you had to conjure it up or something personal that you're willing to share regarding the Holy Spirit that might help our listeners find it within themselves. And I will, and I love to. And um, I was eight years old when, well, if you could picture the setting, I'm not kidding. I was watching, I don't know why I was watching Starsky and Hutch at that time, but I digress. My mom was home. My dad was gone with my brother and sister. Don't know where. And um, I just felt inside of me like God wanted to talk to me. And and so I, I left the TV. I left the room. I went to my bedroom and I sat on my bed, my canopy bed. I'm looking, you know, through the curtain outside. You know, I lived on a farm and I could I could see some stars out there. And I'm like, God, is that you? And and like inside, I felt, I felt this like, this understand, I don't know how to explain it, this understanding that, you know, and I was born into, <laughs> into a little Southern Baptist church. So I knew all the, 
fire and brimstone. I knew all about hell and that sin would get us to hell and, and Jesus died for my sins. And, and I'm like, yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. I, I want you. And I don't want to go to hell. And I, I, I want you to forgive me. I need you to forgive me. And you know, I'm eight years old. What am I saying? I don't know what I was saying. And, and I don't know what happened, but I just know like something did. And it wasn't long after that. Well, I went and told my mom, my mom was crying and I was like, oh, okay. And I got baptized and, and then not very long later, not very long after that, that was, I think in April in 79, um, I was in a mission conference. I didn't know what a mission conference was, but what I do know is that that same voice, you know, that same God said, Robin, you are going to serve Africa. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. And I just went forward and I said, pastor, I'm serving Africa. God said so. Okay. Fast forward. Um, some events in my life. Okay. So I've wanted to go to Africa all my life and haven't been there yet, but listen up. When I was 18, I wanted to be in the Peace Corps. Okay. I was going to be in the Peace Corps and I wanted to go to Africa and I was going to dig wells or whatever I was going to do. And in college, I was looking and for all kinds of missions, you know, and and my folks were like, oh, you know, we, our church doesn't have money to send you, blah, blah, whatever, and you're going to get killed, get yourself killed. And what are you talking about? I got into this Christian fellowship group when I was in grad school. And I mean, it just deepened that, that inside of me that I couldn't explain to anyone about Africa, about what Africa is, what it means to me. And I just get fired up about it. And this little consolidated community rural school that I grew up in, the foreign language that we had at that time was French and I took it and I just loved it. And I took two years there. I took, <laughs> I studied two years um, in college. Don't know why, except that I loved it. And fast forward from about that point to 16 years later, I don't even know. I can't do the math. My brain is <laughs> a little wonky. Um, but in grad school, I adopted um, a little five-year-old boy. Now, through World Vision, y'all, I didn't really adopt him, but I saw his face. I said, "Yes, Lord, I want. I want to. I want to. I want to sponsor this child." Sonny Malolo was his name, and that was probably in I don't know ninety-five. I don't even know how old he'd be. Again, you math guys can do it. Can figure that out but there were these little signs you know what I mean little signs and I'm like oh I'm stuck in rural Illinois Lord what am I doing let's go we gotta go we gotta go I want to go I don't know where I'm going but I want to go let's go and yeah I'm not a very patient person it seems um then really fast forward to this church that I've been involved with um it's a, it's a Baptist church in my hometown and it's been about seven years ago since we that our church hosted a francophone church service, a French, a church service for French speakers, okay, in French language. And at the time, well, back then I didn't know that it was also in Lingala and English and other languages, but I didn't go. I don't know why I didn't go. I guess I was too wrapped up in whatever, you know, my current life was taking me at, at my work. You know, I was ministering to deaf and hard of hearing children and I thought that was my new mission and that was my Africa and uh, then I got into this relationship that was not good at 
all. And um, uh, I married the guy and that was for a lot of wrong reasons. And he didn't want me. And I knew that he was, you know, I found evidence that he was looking for someone else during our marriage. So we ended up getting divorced, which I know is not, you know, um, an easy answer. Or the best, It's not God's best answer for us, but I digress. And I was really broken. Okay. I was really depressed. I was really broken up and I didn't know where to go. And I'm like, Lord, I can't hear you. I need to hear you. I need to hear you again. And I tell you what, I tell you what, I mean, that voice, that voice inside of me, oh Lord, I feel it. Oh my goodness. That voice, that, that voice inside of me, I am telling you what, it was May 7th, 2017 folks. It was, I'm not a morning person. I do not relish the thought of greeting the morning when my alarm clock goes off, but I was awake, wide awake two hours before my alarm. And as soon as my eyes opened up, I'm like, that voice said, we're going to the African church, Robin. I said, yes, Lord, we are. And I mean, I was up and I was ready. And I went to the English church from like, I don't know, eight to noon. I didn't even know what time for sure the other church started. And I went down the hall. Okay, so down the hall, like, like they were on the opposite side of the building in what used to be the older sanctuary. Oh, I'm babbling too long. I'm so sorry. I went down there, didn't even know what I was looking for. and I went in to a, you know, it was kind of darkened and I could, I could see a little group of people, you know, like sitting down, circled up together in a corner, heard them praying out loud. Now I knew enough experience to know that I recognized some friends and didn't know what to do. Didn't even know if they noticed me, didn't know where to sit. And I'm like, hmm, okay, I picked a place and I just sat down. I just bowed my head. I looked around and then I bowed my head and then I was just like, praying and thinking. And I, um, I, you know, I was just, I was just moved. I was mesmerized. I don't even know how to explain it, but that voice came back. And this is what the voice said to me. Um, Robin Africa is here. Oh my God. Oh, oh I don't even know. I still, I didn't comprehend it, but I knew that was the voice. Um, the voice of truth, you know, the voice in me, it was not me. It was separate from me, but it was in me. I just burst into tears. I could hardly keep from shouting and, and, but I was like, like, just like, and people started coming in and, and worship started and I had no idea what they were saying and, and singing and people were looking at me and I'm like, Okay, I don't know, but okay, everybody's looking at me, you know, and obviously I was brand new to the church. It was obvious to me and to everyone because I was the Mundele in the audience, I mean, <laughs> in the congregation. Mundele uh, means, great. Mundele means um, a person with a white face, Caucasian, you know, that um, from like European descent. And that's um, a Lingala word. So anyway, um, I was riding pretty sky high that day, if you all had seen me. And I tell you what, what I, what I didn't realize and what I have learned is that I've learned a lot because, you know, a mission a ministry can break your heart. It can, I mean, devastate you. You can still get hurt by people. You can hurt yourself in ways you don't even know. And it's a huge commitment. And I didn't even know 
at eight years old, what this, what, I, what the Lord was speaking to me, but, um, you know, and here I am in the present and I've heard him, you know, he's had to, I mean, uh, by his grace, he's spoken truth to me when I've been crushed by everything and everyone around me. And I left that church after four years for a period of time over the pandemic. And um, I kind of left everything actually, because I couldn't hear that voice anymore. I couldn't, I was looking for God. I was looking for Jesus. I needed him to say something because I felt like the trajectory I, I was on was just, you know, completely, but man, he, he brought me back. You know, I just had woke up and I had this feeling one Sunday to go and see my people again. And, you know, I was tentative at first. I was a little scared and, and everything had changed. You know, people were coming, they were going, they were leaving. And I was still there, you know, pastors, beloved pastors came and they went and I didn't understand this culture, the language. Um, I still know very little about Lingala, which is, oh, oh by the way, this church is, um, you know, mostly um, people from Congo, the uh, DRC or little Congo, you know, in Africa and Lingala has spoken quite a bit, you know, and I've prayed ever since Holy Spirit, you know, that fire that brother MJ was talking about that Holy Spirit fire, you know, I, I just, you know, speak in uh, tongues of, you know, flaming French and, and Lingala Lord and, and, and confirm this mission to me and show me. And, you know, I came back kicking and screaming. I'm like, Lord, no, they're gonna, they're gonna crush me. You know, I'm, my heart is broken for the 10,000th time. I can't take anymore. I don't even know if, why I'm here. I don't, but you know, here I am. And I mean, just like, you know, that phone call <laughs> to MJ and awesome Angie and to Michael, you know, I was on fire with something I didn't know. And there I was that night, Thursday night joining a French Bible study, a French language Bible study. I don't know what it all means, y'all, but this is my um, experience with the Holy Spirit that is personal to me, you know, and I, I um, just wanted to share that. I, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, go ahead. Angie. Yeah, it, it's amazing how um, the energy flows. You know, anytime you get that voice and you, you think about Africa, you get around African, anything of just, it just, it's this energy that builds within you. And it's, you, and it, it, that's the Holy spirit. And, um, it's, it's cool that you can thank you for taking us on that journey from, you know, when you were little and like all the different points, you know, and that's what happens to all of us, whether or not we realize it or not like yours were pretty point and you're like okay something happened here <laughs> you may not know what it means and then another one like something happened here but i don't i'm not sure you know you hear you pick up these little nuggets and you know you just tuck them in your heart and they just start building and then eventually the africa thing it was coming up and then you lose it and they come up again and you lose it and and it's that's the dance of how do you grab onto that like to me the africa is your heart song that is your mission on this planet because it to me that's how it how i would see it 
is it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. And no matter how distracted and lost you get, it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. (laughs) And that's a beautiful story of how the Holy Spirit works. Like I've got you, Robin, you know, you know, I, I see you out there like flaying a little bit, you know, you're coming back. I know, I know I'll get you. (laughs) And, you know, and, and you, you, and like each one of us, I I just want to encourage our listeners to find that in yourself. Cause like, yes. Yeah. So for me, that whisper, what is this story of Oasis environment and how to, I just have this passion to, and again, I don't necessarily know what it means. I don't know how to articulate it. I don't know how to act on it. And that's the thing with this is it's usually such, it can be, doesn't have to be, but it can be such a big thing. You're like, I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) And all God says is just hear my voice, listen, I'm right here. Just take the next step. That's all you have to do. You don't need to know what's going to happen next or where this is going. Just here's the next obvious action. Take it. And it's when we don't listen to that, that we end up on the, all these other little (laughs) diversions and trails and like, oh, and then, and then that one day God's like Africa, like, oh, okay, wait a minute. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. What's the next? African step here. <laughs> and, um, and, and for me, it's the, the talk about the Oasis environment. It's a whole nother conversation. Yes, uh, sister. The whole nother conversation. Yes, um, thank you, Robin. Thank you for thank sharing. Thank you, dear one. Awesome. Thank you all. I love you. Thank Very you. awesome. All right. So for myself, um, yeah, I've got lots of little Holy Spirit moments that I, I could call on as Holy Spirit moments, but the big one that I think it was one that really solidified this conversation for me because it was a really strong one and I couldn't deny it. And that that's what made this conversation real for me. And that was when I was pregnant with our one and only child and he was, he was due on October 26th. And, you know, I'm living life, you know, doing my thing. I don't know. What was I, 28, 32? I don't know how old I was. <laughs> I don't even know. Just doing my thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, pregnant, having this baby, whatever. And October 1st hit. And it and he was due on the 26th. And it hit me. Like, the reality of it actually hit me. October 1st, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have a baby this month. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. That's like... <laughs> That's I was just running hard. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's on schedule for this month. I better be ready for this. And it came on me so strong. I couldn't deny it. I could not deny it. I picked up the phone. I called my gynecologist and I said, I need to cancel my appointment this week. And the gal that answered the phone, she said, oh, okay. And I said, um, all right, thank you. And I hung up like, like what, who in their right mind <laughs> would fire their gynecologist when they're about to have a baby in like three, four weeks. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the Holy spirit said, I need you to do this. And okay. So I did that with no plan. I had no idea what was going to happen next. I just knew, Okay time for a home birth. Okay. Now, and now follow me on this because then who in their right mind as a midwife would just happen to have time in their schedule 
because usually midwives, you know, they schedule these things and, and the good ones obviously are taken and um, who in their right mind would have time to take me on with no medical history whatsoever. They don't know me from anyone else. And they're about to birth my baby in my home. Like who, how does that even happen? Like, and I didn't know what a doula meant. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't even know. <laughs> I had to Google the, <laughs> what is a doula? So um, it, and I'm going to have MJ share next because I, that was my reality and my Holy Spirit moment. And I was certain, I was absolutely certain, but yet the world around me and the, everyone around me, I couldn't even speak of it because I knew they would steal that dream. Um, cause like who does like hardly anyone does that anyway, home births. <laughs> and, and then when, when you have a family who's very into, um, medical protocols and doctors and whatnot, um, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go there with any of them. I had to protect the dream. I knew what the Holy spirit spoke to me and he made the way he, he made the way we had an entire party in our house. We had, I don't even know how many doulas two midwives showed up. They were th all thrilled to be there. And it was this big party. And that's how we brought our son into the world. And for me, that's, that was, that, that, that I, I draw on that when, when anyone says, you know, what does it mean to have the Holy spirit speak to you? That was it. I didn't know how that was. I, I didn't even think about what you know the details were going to be i got out of my head into my heart spoke with god the whole way and he gave me like okay what do i do now pick up a phone and call a midwife okay i don't know any midwives <laughs> and he, he just told me every little step and i took it every little step and i took it and it and it and that's the simple beauty of it all now i'm going to hand this over to mj because he's he had to observe it from another angle <laughs> so Take it away, MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have four women in your house. One of them is pregnant. <laughs> and it's a party that is, there is hardly any uh, testosterone in that, in that room. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, I come from a very medical, my mother is an, uh, an RN. My father is an EMT and, uh, chief uh chief of the fire department and so i come from a very oh and he was an assistant to the coroner in the in the county we lived in i come from a medical family and so three weeks before we are about to have our first child i am thrown into this oh by the way we're not going to go to the hospital and do it the way everybody else does it we're going to do this at home and yeah, the fear of God, um, you know, I just go, Lord, I need you more than ever, you know, help me through this. Why would this be the way to do this? And um, within a week, uh, I was very comforted within a week. Um, it became very clear that this was the best way to do it for our family. And, but it was, you know, like, Angie had said, uh, you know, the, the whole family was going to probably be in, the, in an uproar, uproar of why do you decide to do this at the last moment? And um, 
And that's the Holy Spirit. He, he said, hey, this is going to be fine. We will find the right people to do this correctly. And we will get you all through this. Because I was, at that time, I was Joseph. You know, I was being told that this miraculous thing was going to happen uh, a different way than what, you know, I thought it was going to happen. But after a while, obviously, I was comforted because, um, you know, I, I went through it very supportive. I, you know, I basically said, I, I believe in you, Angie. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in God. And he has our he has his hand on our baby and he will come through this and be perfect and and be a godsend for all of us. And, and that's who runs this um, the the technical side of this podcast so what a blessing and it, it was a an, an experience that was just very um you know when we talked about the topic of this particular podcast i said this is one of the stories that needs to be on there that you know this this is the holy spirit running through you and you listening to it and you acting on it because there is a an action part of it, and I love uh, Sam's four uh, four different um, items when he was talking about the Holy Spirit. But the one that resonated with me the most was the 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 peace part of it. You know, take that peace into your heart, and I was at peace. It it it, it was, of course, a, a quick shock to me that we weren't going to do it the way I envisioned, but then after a while and praying on it and being around the right people and being around Angie, who I trust more than anybody in my whole life, um, the Lord said, it'll be fine. I will, I will be there always with you. Even if you have four women in your house and uh, one of them's pregnant, um, I'll bring you one more man to help you uh, uh, even it out. So that's my story. There we go. And for the record, Amen. for the record, to this day, that gynecologist office has never Amen. called me. <laughs> to this day, they never called to say, did you have the baby? Did we do something wrong? Are you okay? They have, they never called me. I was just a number to them. And, and it was, and it was the Holy Spirit just saying, you, this is not how you, they don't care here. I have another plan for you. And I didn't know, I mean, I honestly was taking that next step, having faith. <laughs> All right, Lord, <laughs> um, this is nuts, but that's, uh, you know, donkeys speak and like <laughs> lots of crazy things in the world. <laughs> so, um, yay. Um, what am I missing? I think we got, did we get everybody, everyone's voice on here? Any last, last thoughts? Um, I, what a wonderful um, I mean, we could talk for, I mean, there's so many ways we could dissect this conversation. I just love the idea that each one of us, everyone on this planet, there are no extra humans on this planet. Everyone is here for a purpose. And when we just quiet ourselves on a regular basis and just build that relationship, because the whole, if we believe in, in Christ Jesus and we've let him in our heart, the Holy Spirit is in us. And then God commands us in his Bible to create, you know, build that relationship, cultivate that, you know, I, I gave you the Holy spirit, you know, use it. Yeah. <laughs> As a person, talk to him, her, it, you know, what, how <laughs> I call it a him. Um, 
and just develop that within yourself. It's going to be unique to you. It's, um, oh, I wanted to piggyback on what Bill said earlier. I know it's just, I'm, I'm big into words lately. And, um, um, I, so I'm going to gracefully challenge a word that Bill said, (laughs) um, my trigger is up. My, 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 I put my flag goes up when I hear the word busy. Um, it is amazing because Bill had made a comment that, you know, God's busy doing all these cool things for everybody. Like, can you imagine God, God knows, you know, the, the squirrels running around, he knows where they're going to bury their nuts, even though they don't know where they're going to find them again. You know, he knows, you know, what, what's happening in Sam's heart and MJ's heart and Robin's heart and Bill's heart and my heart. He knows he's cool. He's art. He's like, the puppet master for all of this and and that's easy for him there's it's easy that's so the word is easy not busy <laughs> that's that'd be my challenge because for him that's it's easy and my goal my goal right now is i'm following the ease like if it's not i mean and, and there's work i'm you know obviously it takes time to do stuff like but god i mean it's what time is a man thing <laughs> For God, it's like, oh, you know, I, I'll make millions of insects and I can control every single one and how they do all their things. And like, it's just amazing to think about mind blowing <laughs> what God can get accomplished. But he's given us the Holy Spirit um, activated within us. And that's part of our job to activate it and to find it in our lives and then take the next step, the next, well, take the next just, obvious step. Go for it, Bill. It's in the Bible. It says, if you seek, you shall find me. Mm. And when we are seeking, I mean, like, okay, I was was going to Harvest Bible Chapel, and I was kind of challenged. Have you ever read the Bible all the way through cover to cover? And uh, I was in a small group, and um, uh, I, I felt the Holy Spirit stir inside me and saying, Bill, you need to do this. If you want to find me, if you want to seek me, then I shall reveal myself to you. And I have been overwhelmed ever since with God's presence in my life and Jesus's presence and the Holy Spirit. And uh, it's it is awesome when you can see it and recognize it and hear it. But I I, I personally took that challenge. God, I'm going to seek you. And he didn't disappoint, guys. That's all I got to say. At least try and seek him to find him. And I promise you, he will reveal himself. Amen. Amen. All right. So sing it with me. Holy Spirit, Spirit activate. activate. Holy Spirit, activate. activate. Holy Spirit, activate. activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. All God's children said. And amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you. And just saying, thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just 
use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at Podcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.